The American Medical Association releases its latest policy focuses, including pushing for diabetes drugs to be covered for weight loss. Medicare will cover navigation services for cancer patients under a new rule, and around 36 million adults in the United States have received the updated COVID shot. It's Friday, November 17th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. As a note to our listeners, the podcast will be off next week ahead of the Thanksgiving holiday. We'll be back on Monday, November 27th, with a conversation with Transparent CEO Glenn Tolman. He joins me to talk more about the Care Platform's recent announcement that it's partnering with an inaugural group of 10 major health systems across the country to create what he calls a provider ecosystem. Be sure to join us then, and in the meantime, have a happy holiday. The American Medical Association voted on a series of new policy resolutions this week that range from a call for payers and employers to cover blockbuster weight loss drugs to calling for greater flexibility in prescribing drugs to treat opioid use disorder. The resolutions came out of the healthcare lobbying group's annual interim meeting of its House of Delegates held in National Harbor, Maryland between November 11th and the 14th. AMA delegates voted in favor of urging health insurers, employers, and government programs to cover pricey obesity drugs in order to provide patients with greater access to the treatments. The group specifically calls on these entities to cover evidence-based, FDA-approved drugs without exclusions or additional carve-outs. These GLP-1 drugs, which include semaglutide from Novo Nordisk and Eli Lilly's terzapatide, have been in the news for their weight loss potential, though they were originally developed to treat type 2 diabetes. They also carry a hefty price tag, with Wagovi, the FDA-approved version of semaglutide for treating obesity, coming out to more than $1,300 per month. However, clinical trials have also shown that these drugs can be beneficial in preventing serious cardiovascular events in people who take them. The AMA said in a statement that it regards obesity as a disease that poses a major health concern in the United States, and that when patients are left untreated for the condition, it puts them at greater risk for serious health consequences. The delegates also voted in favor of adopting a policy that seeks to limit what it considers corporate oversight on medical decision-making. AMA members expressed concerns that physicians may feel compelled to make decisions based on costs, not what's best for the patient. The new policy comes as there's been growing scrutiny of healthcare organizations owned by private equity groups. Another push was for greater flexibility for physicians to prescribe buprenorphine, a drug critical for treating patients with opioid use disorder. The policy calls for the elimination of dose barriers for buprenorphine treatment for patients. In a release, the AMA said that the dose limits put in place by health insurers and other payers are based on drug labels approved by the FDA years before the opioid crisis, and especially before the increase in the numbers of people turning to illegally produced fentanyl. Nearly 110,000 people died in 2022 as a result of an opioid overdose.
Medicare will now cover patient navigation services for beneficiaries with cancer under a new Biden administration rule as part of its Cancer Moonshot initiative. Earlier this month, CMS announced it was finalizing coding and payment for high-risk illness navigation services, including cancer as well as HIV and AIDS and dementia. Medicare will begin paying for the services on January 1st. On Wednesday, the White House announced that in addition to Medicare, the administration was putting billing codes into place for private health insurers to also allow them to pay for these navigation services. First Lady Jill Biden said on a call announcing the policy that this would allow more Americans to receive critical support from navigators as they handle their cancer care. Preventing, treating, and potentially curing cancer is an issue that hits close to home for President Biden. The Cancer Moonshot Initiative was created following the death of his son, Beau Biden, at the age of 46 in May 2015 from a glioblastoma, a malignant and fast-growing brain tumor. The goal of the program is to reduce the nation's cancer death rate by 50% over the next 25 years. Biden also selected Dr. Monica Bertinelli, a cancer specialist and former director of the National Cancer Institute, to serve as the permanent director of the National Institutes of health. An estimated 36 million adults in the United States have received the most recently updated COVID-19 vaccine since the shots were approved by the Food and Drug Administration and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in September. The data comes from a survey released on Monday by the CDC. So far, slightly less than 14 percent of all U.S. adults have been vaccinated with the Omicron-specific vaccine. Of that, around 30 percent of seniors over the age of 65 have received the shot, and less than 5% of children under the age of 18 have gotten vaccinated. A KFF survey conducted in September, around the time the shots were approved, found that nearly half of respondents said that they would either definitely get or probably get the new vaccine, compared to around one in three adults who responded that they would definitely not get the vaccine. The slower uptake of the latest COVID shot is also in sharp relief to the percentage of the population population who have reported receiving a flu shot. Nearly 35% of adults have been vaccinated against the flu, including nearly 57% of seniors, and more than 32% of children have gotten a flu shot, according to the CDC survey. In September, the CDC and FDA approved mRNA shots from both Pfizer and Moderna that targeted the XBB.1.5 Omicron variant, which had been the dominant strain this summer. However, the rollout of the vaccine immediately after approval can only be described as rocky, especially as it marked the first time the shots were required to be covered by private health insurers, not the federal government. Physician offices reported difficulty obtaining the vaccines, and patients, when they did have access, reported that they encountered issues with health insurers paying for the shots. And parents and caregivers in particular had significant issues getting their children the vaccine as well. The CDC recommends everyone over the age of six months get an updated COVID vaccine.
This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.